0: Caution, if you trade in your authenticity for being liked, you may experience the following. Anxiety, depression, eating disorders, addiction, rage, blame, resentment, and inexplicable grief. Brene Brown. Welcome to the perspective maintenance podcast where we approach topics from different perspectives to help us get unstuck because I believe this impact that only you can make let's get unstuck so that we can enter more fully into the potential that we were designed for because a rising tide lists all boats and that's right you guessed it you are that tide this is your host john chow And so far, we've been covering the 10 guiding principles of living an unstuck life and guiding principle number four, which we're going to continue today is always choose authenticity over acceptance. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, you'll know that typically in regular episodes, I do a shout out of different podcasts that I really appreciate so that you can discover them as well. And in the mini-series, we're taking a break from that, but I really, really want to give a shout-out specifically on this episode because it's so related to this topic. The podcast is called Authenticate, so that's A-U-T-H-E-N-T-I, and then K-A-T-E. And the host is none other than Kate Gottfried, who is all about authenticity. And I couldn't think of another podcast that was more relevant than what we're talking about today, so go check out her podcast. Now... Authenticity is something that's so interesting because it sounds like it's a good idea until it's the time to do it. <laughs> we all uh, we all encourage authenticity. We all tell people how great and important authenticity is. We all think it's important as well. But when it comes time to actually being authentic, it's one of the hardest things to do sometimes. And it's so weird to think about why because all we have to do is be ourselves. It seems like it's the easiest thing but oftentimes is the hardest thing because we've been conditioned in so many ways to value acceptance and the gremlin of acceptance often comes in our head telling us you know what if they think we're not good enough what if i show myself as who i am and they don't accept me what if i have become rejected by this person that i really love or this person that i'm really attracted to or this community i really want to belong to And so it causes us to then drop authenticity to not even give authenticity a chance because just like anything else, authenticity is practice. We have to practice to be authentic because authenticity is also another state. It is something that we can fall out of and something that we can be in. That's why today we're going to cover what authenticity is, what the alternative of authenticity is, which is chasing for acceptance and how others could feel possibly when we start to choose authenticity. So these three different parts. Now, what is authenticity? Authenticity is not something that we have or don't have. As you have already noticed in the little soundbite before the episode, uh, Brene Brown is a huge influence on me, and she writes a lot about authenticity. So instead of defining it myself, I am going to use her definition of authenticity. And she says that authenticity is not something that we have or don't have. It's not about that. It is a conscious choice of how we want to live. And so essentially, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. That is the definition of authenticity. Authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. I had to say that twice because It seems so simple, but it's so hard because constantly we are brought up to think that we're supposed to be a certain thing. I grew up with my dad as a community leader, and you may have heard this in other episodes. When I was growing up, it was all about how I present myself in a way that would not bring shame to the family. And so being conditioned to think about who I'm supposed to be, it's in second nature to me because i practice a lot of that. I have not before maybe the last five to 10 years really started practicing authenticity. Um, and when I started to, it felt so awkward. It felt so weird. You might identify with that. And so a lot of what authenticity is, is the choosing of authenticity. And so what that might mean is cultivating the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. That is what choosing authenticity could mean. Choosing authenticity could also mean exercising the compassion that comes from knowing that we're all made of strength and struggle, that balance of really understanding that there's never going to be this full, you know, we're never going to graduate from the discomfort of authenticity. It almost will never, because there's always going to be something that's going to cause us to doubt ourselves a little bit. And but this really comes. We're either practicing acceptance or practicing authenticity, we can't practice both at the same time. So we're either going to be better at one or we're going to be better at the other. Choosing authenticity also looks like nurturing the connection and sense of belonging that can only happen when we believe we are enough. And this is the crucial component of authenticity is that it starts with us. It starts with us believing that we are enough. There is an element of a disconnect. It is really really hard to share with other people and believe that we are enough and show up as enough if we don't believe that we're enough. Authenticity is authentic. Authenticity can't it's not a mask, it's not acting. We can pretend like we feel like we're enough and we might be able to do a good job fooling other people, but that only goes so far. And also, there's no fooling of ourselves. So what's the alternative then? If we don't choose authenticity because it's so uncomfortable, what is the alternative? Well, the alternative is choosing acceptance. And what acceptance really is, I mean, think about the actual concept of acceptance. The idea is that you have one person does the accepting and another person needs to be accepted. That is the the meaning of acceptance. It's literally a two-party transaction. What a horrible place to be in, especially if we are on the side of waiting for to be accepted. And this is where acceptance becomes very challenging because we're often put in powerless or states of being where we're then trying to change ourselves to be accepted by another person if we feel like we're not accepted. How many times have we done that? How many times have we applied to a job, really, really want the job? There are certain things that are not a good fit. Well, we alter ourselves. So that we can be in the eyes of the person who's going to decide the fate of whether we're accepted or not going to, we change ourselves so that we could possibly be accepted by them. Why would we do that? Because then let's say we get the job. We're going to be in a place that we're not being fully aligned with ourselves. And that's a terrible place to be. Why? Because we're just so desperate for a job. What about a relationship? You know, how often do we bend ourselves to be what another person that we find very attractive wants us to be, so that we could be accepted but then it's just gonna fall apart anyways chasing after acceptance is actually the worst thing that we could ever do but we do it all the time and so there's a concept that i want to present to you it is actually a business concept in the market there are buyers and then there are sellers Being a seller is incredible because you are trying to solve an issue of what somebody else wants. But being a seller is also very hard because we have to then find people who want what we want, what we have. And so being a seller oftentimes is we put ourselves in a position where we can constantly be rejected. What about being a buyer? So think about working for a department store. You're a buyer. All these brands come to you and say, do you want to buy this collection or this item? Being a buyer is a wonderful thing because we get to choose who we want. And we are in a position then to really decide what comes into our life because we're the buyer. And so I really, really want you to think about how instead of being a seller, where we're trying to sell our brand or our, you know, ourselves to people so that we can be accepted, let's be buyers. Let's be people who are on the other side. Why are we not people who embrace and bring in people into our community who are a good fit for us because we value them for who they are and they value us for who we are? That is a beautiful place to be. And so when thinking about ourselves and the dynamics that we have with other people, let's be buyers, not sellers. So then what happens after we choose ourselves? and we decide to accept ourselves first and believe that we are enough, we might start to change certain things, right? We talked about cultivating or choosing authenticity as cultivating the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries. And so boundaries, when they are set with people who are not used to a certain boundary, they might fight back. They might not really like what they're seeing. I'm going to read an excerpt from the book, The Gifts of Imperfection. When we choose to be true to ourselves, the people around us will struggle to make sense of how and why we are changing. Partners and children might, be, might feel fearful and unsure about the changes they are seeing. Friends and family may worry about how our authenticity practice will affect them and our relationship with them. Some will find inspiration in our new commitment, others may perceive we're changing too much, maybe even abandoning them or holding up an uncomfortable mirror. And so, this is where authenticity becomes so important because when we are able to accept ourselves first, when we're able to see ourselves as enough, then we're also able to help other people see that they are enough. It doesn't mean I changed, now you're no longer in my life. No, it means that we can help other people be on the journey of authenticity and be people who are loving and kind and patient. And they might not like what they see in the beginning because we're we're starting to set boundaries. But they're really going to enjoy the dynamics that they have with us when they feel a complete overwhelming sense that they get to be free to be who they are. We get to be free to be who we are. We work on communication. We work on how to really understand each other better and then together have a more enjoyable life together. So then what we really can think about is how people are drawn to energy. When we choose to be authentic, people will start to be really drawn to us. It's so ironic because all I've done for so much of my 20s is to run after people and try to chase after acceptance so that I can be in certain crowds. But what I really need is to be authentic and draw people to myself. And then I'll have that community that I so desperately want, but chasing after it through looking for acceptance was never the way to do it. So it's so important for us to decide who is going to be in our life, how we use our energy, because when we have an energy where we are unsure of ourselves and we don't think we're worth it, we're going to attract people who also think that. But when we have an energy where we are portraying to others because we believe it on the inside that we are worth it and that we are enough, then we're going to attract people who see that as well. I'd love to end with a couple of different questions for you to think about. In which areas of your life are you tempted to choose acceptance? We all have them. It could be work it could be a relationship it could be family it could be so many different a religious community so many different things i want you to think about what areas of your life are you tempted to choose acceptance the second question what part of authenticity feels the most uncomfortable to you maybe at work you're able to feel like you can be authentic and you're celebrated for who you are but maybe at home you don't feel like it maybe with your immediate family you feel like you can do that but with other people, like your extended family, in-laws, or some friends, you might not feel like that being authentic is very comfortable. What part of authenticity feels the most uncomfortable to you? And then the last one is, what community are you in where you feel totally loved for who you are? Here's the thing. When we're in the right community or the right relationship or the right situation, it, in a good way, it ruins us for anything else because we choose to not want to be treated in a way that's less than how we're treated in that space. And so if you're struggling to find community, if you're struggling to really feel and experience for the first time how it, it is to be loved and cherished and treasured for being who you are, then feel free to join my community. I'm going to post a Facebook group link uh, in our show notes feel free to join us and be in a place where you can really learn how to discover your worthiness by being around people who are also on the same journey. So there's no judgment. So there's no criticism. There really is just holding space and being able to be there to be seen and to hear what other people are going through. As always, you can find me on Instagram at the John Collective, And uh, everything else that you need to know about me is going to be in the show notes. I would love to hear from you and what you thought about this topic, about the three different questions that were asked at the end. And I'm really, really excited to share with you our next guiding principle of living an unstuck life.